Expanding your mind with Grant Hicks. A boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Hello and welcome to this week's show, Suicide, the Effects. Now, I completely understand this is a, a, a very touchy subject um, and it may have some triggers in it. If there are triggers in it, hopefully they will help you. It's not my intention to um, have anyone feel the need to attempt suicide that's not my intention at all just to make people aware of what's going on and this podcast comes from i suppose uh, numerous events uh, recent ones um, which have also triggered me to look back in the past and uh, regarding suicide where do we start with this where do we start with it let me ask you this. Have you experienced someone that you know personally uh, that has committed suicide? Have you contemplated committing suicide? And it seems to be a subject. The word suicide is... Um, oh, let's just brush it under the carpet. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. The ironic thing is by talking about it, hopefully, if anyone is contemplating it or thinking about it, we'll move on from it and not actually go through with it. And it is uncomfortable. It's a un very uncomfortable situation. And if you know people that have been suicidal or have committed suicide or you felt it, you know that, that, that people don't want to talk about it. And this is the ironic thing where people say, yeah, if you need anything, just let me know. I'll be there for you. Anything you want. You're going through a, a traumatic time in your life and you really need to talk to people. You'll soon find out that those people that said they'll be there aren't. That, And I think that's what happens. People go, what? Oh, they're not serious. Oh, God, here they go again. Here they go again. And all of a sudden they've gone. It's like, well, why didn't they just talk to me? It's like, well, they tried to, and you fobbed them off. You know? Um, and, uh, yeah, a friend, a friend of mine, who's also another psychic medium, uh, yesterday, she told me, she said, oh, my God, Grant, all the readings I'm having, loads of people are having suicidal thoughts. I said, I'm getting the same. Now, there are always external pressures always external pressures and then they turn into internal pressures that we uh, self-repeat constantly in our head the same traumas the same bullshit just keeps going around in our heads also whether you believe this or not this can be the effect of what's being sprayed in our skies if it's if more and more people are feeling this way you have to look at why 
Yes, people say the cost of living crisis, people were panicking. How am I going to live? How am I going to live? How can I afford food for the children? How can I afford rent? How can I afford bills? And then you've got, this is where I believe that what's happening is pushing people out of their comfort zones. It's really pushing people out of their comfort zones. And they don't know how. Fit your own meters, fit your own gas and electric meters, for one. There's lots of ways uh, around things. And it's just coming out of the normal thought processes. So, yeah, so my friend um, yeah, called me yesterday and she was feeling crap last year from her experience and it's still affecting her today over well over a year, well over a year, year and a half. And it does, it can have a, a, a long-standing effect when you have trauma that can affect you mentally. Now, this also comes off the back of... Um, Facebook friend tagging me in a post saying, are there any real men? <laughs> real men? Am I a real man? Don't know. Uh, what she means by a real man is not full of bullshit, not full of, ah, oh, yes, la, 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 la. Just get in and do the job. And tag me in and this guy just said he was going to commit suicide. And you hear it a lot. Yes, I'm going to do it. Yes, I'm going to do it. And thankfully, a lot of people don't. And I thought, okay, I'll jump in. And started talking, messaging. And um, I was just saying, yeah, I don't need any support. I've made my mind up. I'm just sick and tired of life. I had enough. I, I'm, that's it tonight. I'm out. I'm, I'm signing out. That's it. Uh, it's all, all good. It's all cool. Don't worry. Don't worry, I'm signing out. Well, oh, hold on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hmm, can't have that. Can't have that. And, and this is it. It's, am I then interfering? Am I interfering in karma? I'm, what am I interfering in? I don't worry about that. I just want to save a, someone's life. So then got on to a private message, which was very hit and miss. And I know there are other people messaging this guy as well. It's all like, come on. And it's just trying to get into the hot hot spot, into the hot buttons. And just talking about a little bit about my own experiences and how I felt with certain situations. And especially when you're not seeing your children, that can have a massive effect on you. I'm well versed in that. So if anyone here is not seeing their children, I know exactly how that feels and how it makes you feel. And uh, so, yeah, just, I won't reveal the messages, but um have to realise that you can sometimes go overboard with messages and then they switch off. So it's just message, message, relax, message, relax, relax, message. And I'll just put it out there, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, some of us have been through exactly what you're feeling and some of us are still going through it, but pushing through it, which is all we can do. And uh, I thought, right, this this guy was the other side of the world. And uh, I thought, right, you know, it's our night time now. I've got to go to bed. What's this guy done? He hasn't replied. He hasn't even seen my message. Has he done it? Has he not done it? I've done what I can. 
wake up in the morning, still hasn't seen the message. Oh no, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's put the vibes out there. Come on, man. And um, still later that day, nothing. Oh, okay. And I saw that he then read it. I thought, oh, good, good. Made it through the night. And the next day, I got a message. Thanks, man. And this is it. This is what humanity is about, isn't it? Don't know the guy. Never spoken to him. Don't know his history, his life story. Nothing. I could see someone that needed help. And thankfully, he didn't go through with it. So, this is it. This, this is it, guys. It's just helping each other, isn't it? Um, but what it done, it, it, it having this experience and uh, these experiences, just even now today, I was thinking back, oh, God, suicide. When I started looking back, I thought, shit, I've been surrounded by lots of suicide, lots of deaths, I think. Is it me? <laughs> I created this. You know, I'll say, you know, you're not. It's just what's in people's heads. My first experience of suicide was um, friend's dad's. And it's horrific. Horrific. And one was a neighbour, a next door neighbour. It's like, you know, they're there one day, then they're gone the next. Completely gone. It's like, what? Where, where? When are they coming back then? Well, they're not. That's it. They're gone. Signed out. What? Wow. And then another friend's dad did the same. So, like, the hell? Wow. And what's the effect of that? It can have a, a lifetime detrimental effect if you allow it. And then, um, my cousin committed suicide. She committed suicide and, uh, and we were like two peas in a pod. This is very, very early 90s. And, you know, I was into rock music at the time. You know, the, the mullet, the long hair, the biker jacket, the jean jacket cut off, all the badges of Iron Maiden, all this, any other. She was a kind of a, a goth before goths were an in thing, different coloured hair, this, any other. And we went to see the cult together. Um, yeah, and then I was on holiday with my family. This is the days before mobile phones, internet. And then just here. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Oh, what? She's killed herself. Oh, what? Shit, while I was away on holiday. And this is the thing. It's like, back then we didn't have internet, texting, anything like that. So we couldn't keep in touch that way. It was all by house phone. I'll be beating myself up. Oh, my God, my God. Oh, my God. Why did I go on holiday? Why did I go on holiday? Oh, if I wasn't on holiday, I could have phoned her and I could have done this. I could have spoke to her. I could have... Oh, my God. Why wasn't I there? And you feel as though you were part of it because, you know, circumstances. What could I have done? What could I have done? Why didn't I know this? Why didn't I know what happened? Because some people keep it to themselves. Well, most people keep it to themselves. 
And then it went on to, uh, yeah, people that I know. My best friend did. And it was, a, I couldn't believe it. It was complete, well, say it was a shock. It wasn't really a shock. Because they'd always talk about it, you know, years when we were growing up and this and the other, but you don't think they're going to do it. And then one day, bang. And I had to confirm with his sister. I said, please don't tell me he's done it. Yeah, yes. Oh, dear. Okay. Again, through my head, why didn't I speak to him? I was supposed to go around and see him. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? And you're beating yourself up. You know? And then, um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, yeah, I was just thinking about the different scenarios. Then a, a friend of mine, he was my, my barber. And he was working on a car of mine, an old 1970s classic car. He was working on it for me. And I was going to work this and the other. And he didn't come around one day. Oh, what's he done now? You know, because he disappeared for a bit, had trouble with his partner, stopped from seeing his child, went away, come back, called me up. I said, yeah, come around, do this. And I thought I'd give him some odd jobs to do just to keep his mind busy. He's doing it and doing it. And then... Um, my neighbour said, have you heard about so-and-so? I said, no. I said, where is he? I said, he's left this undone. He's supposed to come and finish it off. His tools are still here. And he hung himself in a garage. What? Oh, no way. Wow. Wow. And you just, you can't believe it. You can't believe it. You think, well, hold on a minute. We were just talking two days ago. And, and now he's gone. I talk to his brother regularly, still now. Then another guy, when I was going through the court process of not seeing my children, and the guy in the pub, you know, it's just you'd go there to drown your sorrows. Oh, why this? Why that? And that's what goes around in your head. Why this? Why that? And it, you, you're constantly questioning, but not getting answers. And this guy, we had... Similar things, the similar length of relationship, the, the, uh, the same amount of uh, children, this and the other. And you go, oh, this has happened, this happened. Oh, I said, that's exactly the same as me. Okay. And we'll be talking and talking, meeting up in a pub, chatting, chatting, you know, swap numbers, getting on, how you doing with this, how you doing with that? Yeah, great, great, great. And, you know, the last message I saw from him was he was so excited that he was actually going to get to see his children. He said, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm seeing my children this weekend, I can't wait, I can't wait. It's been so long. And when you realise, if you haven't been through it and you have a, a narcissistic ex-partner, they'll just pull the rug out, just like that, to hurt you, to piss you off. And that's what happened to this guy. And I went into the pub, Where, where's so-and-so? Oh, he killed himself. What? Yeah, he was supposed to see his kids and she didn't let him. Gone. So, gee whiz, man. My God, this is just heavy duty, you know? Happens and happens and happens. And it's, uh, yeah. And, and then it, when I belong to dad's groups, the amount of dads that are taking their own lives, loads and loads because they're not seeing their children or for whatever reasons they lose their job. They can't afford to provide for their family anymore. So now their whole identity is gone. This happens to women as well. I'm not just saying about 
men, but to just look at the statistics. Yeah. And some people hear voices in their heads. It's like, oh my God, they, they, they're being told to do things. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Yes, you need to do this, do this, do this. This is from people I've spoken to, many people I've spoken to. Um, yeah, and it's like, whoa, hold on a minute. There seems to be a massive pattern going on here. Does this ring any bells? Have you guys experienced this at all, either with yourself or um, people you know? I'll tell you one thing. I haven't told many people this, but hey, this is for the well to share, well to know. When I wasn't seeing my children, I literally I, I found it so hard to do anything. And the lies, the lies and lies that are told about you are unreal, really unreal. Like, why are you saying that? Why are you? So just it's their behaviour, and they just want to project it onto you, and then get everyone to look at you and join in. It's like yeah, they're called flying monkeys. They get flying monkeys to carry out their bidding, to carry out their beliefs. And it's like wow, okay. And uh, I um yeah, I thought you know what I can't do this anymore. I just I, I lived for my children. That's be you know accused of all these accusations to uh, be lied about constantly in the courts, out of courts, everywhere. It's like, what the hell is going on? And ironically, it's when your own family turn on you. And I'd say to them, hold on a minute. You know me. You know me for telling it how it is. You all hate me because I tell it how it is. Anti-bullshit. You've done this. You're out of line. Pull your socks up. You've done this. Oh, yeah, right. I've messed up. Right. I've done this. I've done that. You know, I tell it how it is. And either people like it or they don't like it. The people that don't like it will, you know, throw a lot of mud at you. Because it's triggering something inside of them when you're telling the truth. And but what what is what hurts is the betrayal of when you're telling it how it is, you know this is the truth. And then they're all turning on you. It's like, oh, hold on, why, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? And this is in the meantime, while these people are taking their own lives, it's like, what the, wow, shit, man. And I felt like it so much, so much, I mean, a lot. And one day, this big truck was coming. Never forget it. And uh, I thought, ah, oh, do you know what? Just walk out in front of that truck, all over then. All that pain, that hurt, that upset, all gone. Let's do it. And I, I promise you, I put my foot off of the pavement in American ease. It's called a sidewalk. Foot off the pavement. And this force, whatever it was, I have no idea what it was. I felt it on my back. It kind of pulled me away, pulled me back. It pulled me back. What the, what the hell was that? And I heard my eldest daughter's voice say, "Don't do it, Daddy." Oh my God, <laughs> I broke down then. <clears throat> Don't do it, Daddy. <clears throat> and and then there's more questions. What was that that pulled me back? What was that? Whether you believe in, I don't know, ghosts, guardian angels, spirit guides, past loved ones, whatever it was, I still have no idea to this day still have no idea and then to hear my oldest daughter's voice 
It's like her higher self is communicating with me. No, don't do it. No, don't do it. So what the? There's got to be something more in this. Hence me then really digging deep into a spiritual journey. Really digging deep as to why is all this happening? Why is all this happening? Does any of this ring true? Uh, you know, have you experienced this? Either for yourself or others. And this is it. When you're feeling suicidal, it's like a lot of times you're not interested in hearing other people's opinions. You're not, you know, just go on social media, ask a question, and look at the differing opinions that come up. And most of the opinions do not come from experience. And therefore, it adds more confusion to the situation. Oh, my God, what do I do? Do I do this? Do I do that? Well, oh, God. Oh, I don't want to see a counsellor. Oh, you need some counselling, hun. Inbox me, babe. <laughs> all they want to do, these people, all they want to do is they just want to know your situation. That's it. Unfortunately, these people aren't trained enough. We're not even trained. to to deal with it because this is the thing i remember talking about it all the time what's happening explaining your situation oh this is what's happening this is what's going on this is what's going on people switched off they actually switched off and i can see why i can see why don't like it i didn't like it at the time i can see why And when people say, listen, you need to talk about it, you need to do this. But I tried that. And everyone fucked me off. How many people, let me ask you this, how many people, you won't know the answer, obviously. How many people came to support me while I was going through the family courts, which is over three years? How many people came to court with me? that actually said, oh, we'll come with you, we'll support you, we'll come, yeah, we'll come. How many of them actually come? This included family and friends. How many come in th over three years? None. None. And these are spiritual people, some of them. Some of them are, obviously, family members. Not interested. Didn't want to know. Didn't want to know. And that feeds into your mind. It's like, oh, am I that bad? Am I, shit, why is no one coming to support me when they said they would? And do they secretly want me to lose everything? Do they secretly want me to fail? The answer is yes. Believe it or not, there are lots of so-called friends and family that want you to fail. That's a harsh reality. I know it is. It's a harsh reality. They want you to be on your knees. They want you. They don't actually believe you're going to take your own life. They just want you to suffer for whatever reason. Could be jealousy. A lot of it is jealousy. If you've worked hard, you've achieved things, people don't like it. Unless you surround yourself with people that are doing the same. The thing is, what I also found was... <clears throat> Because you do constantly talk about it because you don't know. You don't know what to do and neither do a lot of people. And you're constantly doing it. You feel you're healing, but you're still 
talking about it and it becomes your story it becomes your story then what happens you you surround yourself with people that have similar stories like i did in the dad's groups it was the same the same but what i noticed was and this again which i keep telling people is to become an observer watch patterns including your own this is a real hard life lesson watching your own patterns and normally they're patterns of self-destruction self-sabotage so that's a, that's a that is put my teeth in that's a real key area of self-improvement is watching your own patterns and behaviors but what i noticed was because in these dad's groups were guys from the uk you know ireland uh the states canada australia and they were all saying the same things exactly the same things some of it was word for word oh i've been accused of this i've been accused of that i've been blah 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 this is what's happened to me. i've been arrested this and the other la, la, la. i've lost all my money i've lost my home i've lost everything all gone so hold on a minute what they're saying is that because the accusations are they follow suit you're accused of this then you're accused of that then you're accused of this, blah, blah, blah. Then you're bad mouth. Then all of a sudden you're having to do this course, that course. Then <laughs> you lose everything. It's like, well, hold on a minute. They're all saying exactly the same thing. How can that happen when these guys don't know each other? Then you have to look at the, the, the core of that. Hold on, what are they doing? Oh, it's the solicitors that are talking. Oh, hold on a minute. But if the solicitors in America, Canada, UK, Australia... Are saying the same things they're they're obviously following a template they're following suit where's that come from bum, 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 bum. and then you look at the the bar society in london and then you go from there okay then you start digging deeper and deeper and deeper and you see different parts of the web that's down to you guys to research if you so wish but understanding what's happening where it's coming from it's like whoa hold on a minute whoa they want to destroy the nuclear family what we call the nuclear family of husband wife children they actually want to destroy it they want to destroy the man mostly because man is seen as strong dependable you know obviously these things are debatable but this is what I found out at the time. Let's destroy this. We, if we can destroy the family unit, we can destroy the children's mental health, which means they can come to us and we can do this, this, or this. That's what I found. That's what I found. It's like, shit, shit. And my God, how many times did I try and help dads? You know, and women, some women were on there. Like, listen, listen, listen. Whoa, stop, stop, stop. Look at this bigger picture. This is what's happening here. Look at this bigger picture. Destruction of mental health, of your mental health. And they couldn't get it. They just couldn't get it. And then you drain yourself by trying to help others constantly. Oh, you're just not getting it. You're not getting it. It's because of this. Once you realize this, you can look at it differently and understand it. You know, so you have to change thought processes. 
right rather than going why is it always happening to me why is this happening to me it's not right what can i do about it there are things out of our control completely out of our control but you have to look at what you can control yeah and if you've you've gone through uh, traumatic experiences and as a therapist i've spoken to many many people over the years and listen to their situations it's like wow that's horrific absolutely horrific yeah i know and this and that yeah i'm not going to divulge their their therapy sessions but it would also put my situation into perspective wow my god i haven't i haven't experienced that wow and then when you listen to lots of different people telling you roughly the same things like okay it's linked in it's actually linked in to what i went through so but what happens from that is is then everyone becomes their story they become their story this happened to me so this is now who i am in the negative there are positives from that but most people live in a negative fallout from that oh this is me this is why i can't do this this is why i don't have any money this is why i can't get a good job this is why no one will love me this is this this is that and it's a self-belief system that's holding people back and what i found is that people would then trauma bond they're trauma bond so you're bonding via traumas and you're keeping in that eternal loop. Trauma, trauma, trauma. And what happens is you may get into a relationship and trauma bond. And you see that as love. But it's actually trauma bonding and codependence. And therefore no one's working on the trauma it's like oh yeah yeah oh, someone who understands me yeah you can understand me but is that relationship keeping you in that trauma or is it lifting you out of it that's a question to ask and that's you know goes with uh your whole life not just if you feel suicidal But with these experiences, keeping you in that eternal loop of trauma, it just takes that one day, that one thought, and go, oh, I've had enough. That's it. Bump. I'm gone. Jump in front of a truck. Jump off a bridge. Jump in front of a train. Take a load of sleeping pills just to, you know. But what it is, just people trying to kill that part inside of them that's hurting them and causing the pain. That's it. When you start looking at it. And yes, it is uncomfortable to talk about it. <laughs> you know, I hope that by talking about certain things that, you know, if you've experienced it, it's not making you feel worse, but just come to an understanding. Those thoughts of suicide, the thoughts of killing yourself or people killing themselves, they just want to kill that part inside of them that is causing that pain. And they don't know how to. They have no idea how to. And that's why they take their lives.
Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. If I had a check for you, 10 million pounds, 10 million dollars. Here we go. I want to give you this. And this is going to solve all your problems because people believe that money solves all their problems. Here you go. This will solve all your problems. You can buy the house you want, the car you want, the holidays you want, the clothes you want. You can invest in this. You can invest in that. Oh, there you go. There's the solution to all your problems. It's just one caveat. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I want it, I want it. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you the caveat before you accept. No, I want it, I want it, I don't care, I'll do whatever it takes. I, I want that 10 million pounds, that 10 million dollars. I'll do whatever it takes. Okay, the caveat is you only have one week to spend it and then you're dead. You will use up the rest of your life. That's it. Well, oh, hold on a minute. No, no, hold on. You just said you will do whatever it takes. Well, hold on. No. Ah, oh, hold on. You wanted to make a deal with the devil. There's always a price. Always a price when you do that. So let me ask you this. If you were given 10 million pounds, 10 million dollars, You've only got a week left to live to spend it all in. Would you take the offer? I tell you now, most people wouldn't. Obviously, you're going to get one person said, "Yeah, yeah, I just want to do it and go for it." But I'm telling you now, most people, ninety-nine percent, whatever the figure is, will say, "Nah, actually, nah, forget that." So therefore, you value your life. It's just your limiting beliefs, your self-limiting beliefs, your self-sabotage that is stopping you from seeing that. People go to jump in the sea, jump in a river. What happens? Oh, <laughs> actually try and swim to not drown. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. It's only when you're faced with it do you realize how valuable your life is, your time is. So rather than playing small or going, do you know what? No way, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Right. Woo. I've been given another chance. Oh, one of my friends, she died lesser. She didn't have a chance to live. When she was young, she was told... Um, She's only got X amount of years to live. And this is, you know, be lucky if she makes 20. And she was the life and soul everywhere she went. She really was. She'd, uh, you know, she'd be, oh, Grant, how are you? This and oh, yeah, party, party. And yeah, do this and do that. Always a smile on her face. Always. And she had lung transplants, heart transplants, whatever, to try and keep her alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She died early 20s. I wanted everyone to wear yellow at her funeral. I remember this. <clears throat> I think I wore a, a Homer Simpson tie with mistletoe on it. <laughs> Do you think 
she'd want a chance to live her life and one of her old neighbours he died the other year of cancer as well and it's like oh my god these people I know do you think they'd want another chance to remember feeling suicidal is just wanting to kill that part inside of you that is causing you pain upset hurt at that moment in time he's pushing through that he's having something to live for it's like god oh, god i feel like this more god i don't want i don't want to feel like this anymore i don't want to feel like this anymore i hate my life i hate my life help 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 but they don't cry out for help or they do in certain ways that most people can't pick up on especially men especially men we're taught not to talk we're taught, taught that it's weak to express your emotions. That's what we're taught from a young age. Shut up, sit down, <laughs> get whacked around the head. Dad, what? Shut up, whack. Okay. You imagine how many children that have been abused that kind of vent, angry, rah, kicking off or whatever. They don't know how to tell people so their behavior matches or they go reclusive they go within and just be quiet they don't speak so, oh, they've got um speech problems it's going to see a speech therapist it's going to see that and they troll these tactics it's like nothing's working it's because they wanted to try and talk to you about something you shut them down now that's it And then it comes out later on in life, doesn't it? It's like, oh, do you know what? No one wants to talk to me. No one listens to me. What's the point? <clears throat> but being listened to. I've been in some situations where you're just sitting there with a person and not saying a word. But just holding space for them. Just holding space for people. Come Come along, not saying, not taking no for an answer. I'm going to be picking you up at X amount of time. At what time? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. No, tough. I'm coming to pick you up. Just sit there. Hold space for them. Have you ever saved anyone from committing suicide? You know, you see these people normally in films on top of a ledge of a, of a tall building and they're sitting there and someone has to talk them down or they do stuff and it's um, it's opening up. And if you're, and this is the thing with mental health is if you're not listened to, you know, that's when the thoughts start entering your mind. Look at the film. If you haven't seen the film, it's a Christmas film, but I suppose you can still watch it now. A Wonderful Life. Haven't seen it, you know. The guy's sitting on the bridge, and he's just, you know, foggy, all foggy. And uh, yes, yeah, Christmas time, and he says, oh, "Do you know what? No one loves me. My family don't really love me, and this and the other." He wants to jump off a bridge, and someone comes along. Oh, someone will have to fill in the blanks for me. It's been a long time since I watched it. Was it a policeman or someone else that come up and just started chatting with him? Said, "Come, let me just show you. Come, come and walk with me." And he took him around his home and looking through the window and they're looking oh yeah there's my wife there's my kids he's sitting there unwrapping the presents and 
But what he's shown him is life without him there. How it's affected people's lives by him not being there. And it gives him a wake-up call. Oh, I didn't realise how many people's lives I'd be affecting. Yeah. You mean a lot to a lot of people. So, and this um keep an eye on people. So if you if you if you haven't heard from someone in a while, just hey, how are you? Just thinking about you. Do you remember when we did this, this, and this? And you know, something jolly. Because People, when you message people, especially with memories, good memories, they think about it in their brains. Go, oh, yeah, God. <laughs> God, I remember when we did that silly sod. And, yeah. and they may laugh inside because it's triggered a happy memory. Oh, do you remember when you did this and blah, blah, blah. And, this, <laughs> and it was so funny. It's like, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a temporary... Uh, relief from what they're feeling inside but what that does it chips away at that negative feeling inside <laughs> you know, yeah sometimes I speak to an old school friend oh my god you remember we were 15 and we were working there and we'd do this and we'd chase each other around worked in a, a major supermarket before it opened up in the morning you clean it and uh oh you remember when you did this you bastards remember when you did that? and we'd be laughing at each other oh yeah that's so funny that's really funny i mean and trying to trigger happy happy memories trigger happy memories because isn't that what all of us want is to be happy really do you think anyone really, truly wants to be miserable, upset, hurt, feeling of betrayal? Yes, people are going to betray you throughout your life. People are going to hurt you throughout your life. You know, if this hasn't happened to you, that's fantastic. You're very, very lucky. Very lucky. And when it keeps happening and keeps happening, you have to look and say, right, hold on. Why does this keep happening? Why does this keep happening to me? Is it something you're doing? And people think working on yourself is weak. You know, admitting your flaws, admitting what well, these thoughts I'm having. Oh my God, I don't want these thoughts. And it's express those thoughts. Yes, unfortunately, you're going to find a lot of flaky, fake family and friends. If you've got a friend that will genuinely listen to you, a family member that will genuinely listen to you, don't talk to them. Some you can trust that, again, which is what I found is you can talk to people believing you can trust them only for them to use that trauma you've told them against you. Been there many times. Like, what the? I, I, I held you in confidence because you told me to. And now you've used it against me and made my whole situation a hundred times worse. And it's about removing these kind of people from your life. It really is. Dare I say it, that includes family, friends, partners. Really does. If they're not serving you, you know, supporting you, 
instead of making you feel crap all the time and make you doubt yourself, subject of gaslighting. If you're surrounded by narcissists, they're going to bring you down. That's why it's really hard to take the first step. And all it is, is taking that first step to do something about it. Yes, yeah, sometimes we'll take a first step and we'll go in a direction only to find out it's the wrong bloody direction. But at least we took action. And then it's recognizing, oh, okay, well, I was doing that, I was doing that, I was following those people, I was doing this, and uh, led me down the wrong path. Okay. Right, where am I going to go now? What's going to happen now? And you learn from it. Rather than these negative experiences, take them on board and, and allowing them to drag you down. This is where you get your stomach issues. You, you know, you get your, your illnesses and diseases from it. Dis-ease. You're not at ease with yourself. So your body starts um, deteriorating physically because of your mental thoughts. That happens. That really does happen. You know, look at people who have negative thoughts constantly. They're like, oh, very down. And their body shows have ailments that you may or may not know about. So I've taken the step in the right direction. So, okay, right, I've learned from that. I've learned from that. Life is all about learning. It really is. Having different experiences. Right, that's a crappy experience. That's a crappy one. Oh, that was a bloody good one, that was. Do you know what? I want an experience like that again. I want another happy experience. I want to be so happy, I want to belly laugh. I really want to belly laugh. Laughing is a great healer, by the way. And, um, yeah, and then surround yourself with people that just feel the same way. Oh, do you know what? Just want happiness. Yeah. If you're surrounded by people that are happy, yeah, of course you're going to have some shitty times every now and then. But if you're with, like, these genuine people that recognise that, not just go, yeah, just think positive thoughts and that's it. So that, that'll be the end of all your problems. Just think happy thoughts. Yay. Okay, but you're still not dealing with these issues. Understanding issues. Understanding why you feel that way. You know, we can be surrounded by a load of crap people and they can have massive negative effects on us. But then we have to take personal responsibility to say, Listen, I'm choosing to be around these people. And by choosing to be around these people and allowing them to treat me this way, to talk to me this way, it's having a real negative effect on me. It's bringing me down. I, I, I have to, no, I've got to do something about this. I have to do something about this. Personal responsibility. Rather than giving responsibility to others to make us happy, uh, uh, given responsibility to uh, responsibility to others to give us money, you know, uh, giving responsibility to others for our health, our health, physical health, mental health. We've got to take personal responsibility, and if that means going back, looking at the past, looking at uh, where our thought press is processes came from, where our beliefs came from, where our traumas, the, the trauma bonds came from. And, you know, it's, it, it takes quite a bit of work. It's not, not an easy fix. It takes quite a bit of work. But are you prepared to put the work in? That's the question I'm going to ask. And you can, if you feel you're okay, then ask this question of people you know 
that are in this situation, are you prepared to put some work in? Most people aren't. They just want a magic pill or a doctor or something, a, a shaman or whatever to wave his wand over you and say, that's right, you're healed now. You're, you're free of this, you're free of that. You're all okay now. And yes, some self-belief can go a long way. You've got to do the work. Got to do the work. It's all about pushing yourself out of that comfort zone. And believe it or not, a lot of people live in that comfort zone of misery. They don't believe that they're in, or know that they're in a comfort zone of misery, constant misery, constant stress, constant anxiety, uh, constantly living in a, the flight or fight uh, syndrome. And that's a comfort zone. And people live their lives like that forever without even realizing they believe that's what life is. No, it's not. But if you choose to stay in your comfort zone, that's your choice. But then you can't say, I don't have money for this. Uh, I'm not fit enough to do that. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm thin. I'm whatever. No one's going to love me. They won't because you don't love yourself. Now I'm telling you now, if I had my family around me now, they would be laughing at me, pointing fingers at me, going, look at him. Who does he think he is? How do I know? Because that's what they did to me. Look at him. Who the hell does he think he is? Oh, he thinks he's better than us. He thinks this. Rrr. Crab mentality. You know crab mentality? Get a load of crabs in a bucket. One tries to climb out to escape. What do the other crabs do? Grab hold. Pull it back down. Oh, no, you're not going out there. You're one of us. You think you're better than us escaping? You think you want to, you know, go out there to the big wide world and prove yourself? Well, you're not good enough. You'll never achieve anything. Come back down here where it's safe. This comfort zone of misery. Quagmire of misery. This sounded familiar. It would. But what it is, because I've experienced loads and loads and loads of that throughout my life, I use it to spur me on. You won't achieve anything. I hear the words. My dad, oh, laughing at me. Oh, he's this. Oh, you know what he's like. It used to become a, a buzzword that you know they would use. Oh, you know what he's like. Oh, you know what he's like. He's like this. He's like that. What? You don't know me at all. You're my own family. You don't know me at all. All you keep doing is bad-mouthing me. Why? Right. You know? So when you have zero support, zero love, zero kindness, zero happiness, of course you're going to feel like ending it all. Of course you are. Trust me, you break through that, break through it. Your life will be completely different. Even if you walk this world alone. Take this life as, okay, right, what, what can I learn here? Oh, I'm going to play guitar. I'm going to learn the guitar. I'm going to learn another language. I'm going to learn Chinese. Chinese, Mandarin, or what's the other one? <clears throat> you know, it's all about progress. doesn't matter how slow or how fast you go, as long as you're putting one foot in front of the other and keep doing it. Yeah, you're going to come across some crap times. But it's like, whew, right, okay, what's this teaching me? What is this teaching me? 
Okay, right, okay, right. I'm in this crap right now. Okay, this is a situation. Sitting back, observing. What do I do? What options do I have available to me? Uh, oh, I've got three or four options. Hmm, which one should I go for? Sometimes the easiest one isn't always the best. Uh, sometimes you may only have one option go, oh God, one option. What the hell am I going to do? You've got to go for that option. And that option may cause some more stress, may cause more anxiety. It's pushing through, pushing through. Right? And feel it and recognize that you're pushing through. And you'll see all the flaky people just fall by the wayside. All the fake people, all those that cause you hurt, pain, betrayal, will fall by the wayside. And you'll come through. And then once you start breaking through, you realize that, wow, hold on a minute. Oh, I'm in charge of my thought processes. They're not anymore. I'm not reacting anymore. <laughs> they can't hurt me anymore. Wow. Wow. That's it. You've broken through another level. Then you go again and again. Does this make sense? Now, if you want help with this, I mean, it's something you can go through in your own time. I um, have run a, a free three-day course recently. It was a live course and where we worked on um, taking you out of feeling lost and frustrated in life to feeling fulfilled and seeking your soul purpose. Because, you know, if you don't know your soul purpose, that can keep you in a, a loop of uh, unknowing. So yes, a free three-day course. You will be able to watch it on replay. If you want to watch it on replay, go through it in your own time, ask questions in the group. You'll be invited into a private Facebook group. Uh, go in there and watch it back at your own time. Okay? Just watch the live videos back in your own time. Do a hashtag replay so I know that people are watching it on replay. And um, also do hashtag worksheets. Now, I forgot that because there'll be worksheets with it so you can follow through, fill in some worksheets and in your own time. And if it helps you, it helps you, which I, I think it will do. I'll put the link in the show notes to do that. And uh, yeah, just remember, you are meant for more. You are meant for more. You've got that feeling in your stomach that's going round and around and around. Going, oh, God, what am I doing? It's like a sickly feeling. Like, you know you're not where you're meant to be. If you hate going home, I've been there. <laughs> you hate going home thinking, oh, God, it's going to be just arguments, arguments. It's going to be this, it's going to be stress. It's going to... Your heart stops going. The anxiety comes up. You have to build yourself up to walk through the door. No, no. You leave the house, you know, you leave your, your home or whatever, and you've got these thoughts why this, why that, leading you into depression. No, no. But it is personal responsibility. So take that first step. Click on the link, 
um, follow the instructions on there, join the private Facebook group, and uh, let's help you on your way to finding your purpose. I hope this resonated in a good way for you. Um, but yeah, you're meant for more and let the world know it. Take care, guys. Speak to you soon.